exhibiting in the galleries of the University of Pennsylvania Museum of Archaeology and Anthropology. Behind me are the Chinese galleries, which house an incredible collection of arts of the Silk Road. When scholars talk about the Silk Road, they often emphasize either silk production, which was native to China, or Buddhism, which was native to India. However, today we're going to talk about the importance of horses and horse riding culture in the history of the Silk Road. On China's western border was an area of deserts and oases known as the Western Regions, which correspond to today's Xinjiang province. This area was initially controlled by the Xiongnu, a nomadic people from Mongolia, who blocked the way from the west to China. In 138 BCE, Emperor Wu sent an envoy named Zhang Qian to seek help from the Yuezhi tribe in fighting the Xiongnu in the western regions. Zhang was captured by the Xiongnu and only returned ten years later. He had failed to gain the support of the Yuezhi, but he returned with an account of the western regions and the excellent war horses of Fergana in today's Uzbekistan. These horses, sometimes known as heavenly horses, were often depicted in the art of the Han Dynasty with fish-like scales riding through waves, or with wings. They were thought to bring immortality. These horses were difficult to breed in China, so constant supplies were needed. Emperor Wu sent Zhang Qian on a second mission. This time, a Chinese princess was exchanged for horses, and this was the beginning of many marriage alliances and tribute missions between the Han Dynasty and the Western regions. During the Han Dynasty, China often used the international demand for silk as a political tool, as a way to set up uneven trade relations with other kingdoms. Fergana, for example, would send horses as tribute to the Chinese emperor. The Chinese emperor would then send them gifts of silk in return. Eventually, merchants began to attach themselves to these gift-giving missions in order to obtain silk from the government. By the Tang Dynasty, Silk tribute had become so common that bolts of silk were used as currency to pay government salaries. Horses were not usually used to carry cargo across the Silk Road. They are best suited to riding on hard, flat grasslands rather than sandy deserts. Transport was usually reserved for camels and other pack animals. The camels pictured here, with their two humps, are the Bactrian variety. By the 7th century, at the beginning of the Tang Dynasty, China was a thriving metropolitan society with the largest capital in the world. Taizong was the son of Gaozu, the founder of the Tang Dynasty. He expanded China's borders to their largest extent, consolidated Chinese control of the Silk Road, and created a steady economy and functioning administration. His reign was later regarded as a time of prosperity and stability. The most famous sculptures in the Chinese rotunda at the museum are two stone relief panels which were originally located inside of the sacrificial altar in front of the tomb of Emperor Tang Taizong. The horses in the museum's collection are named Autumn Dew and Curly. They are said to have been designed by Yan Li De, based on sketches by his famous brother, the Tang Dynasty painter Yan Li Bun. The square in the corner is thought by some to have been reserved for the names of the horses and poems that were written about them by the emperor. The panel depicting Autumn Dew is of special interest because of the figure standing before him. Along with the rise of horse riding culture in China 
came images of foreign dress. You can see the contrast here between the wide-sleeved, heavy robes of traditional Chinese costumes and the tighter clothes and boots of Westerners. The groom attending Taizong's horse wears a heavy coat with tight-fitting sleeves, riding boots, and he wears armor made from rows of rectangular plates of lacquered leather, iron, or steel. The plates of his armor appear to overlap at the edges, indicating that they are scale armor, which was used by northern nomads. The Silk Road flourished between the Han and the Tang dynasties. However, in the middle of the Tang dynasty, as a result of political strife, many of the routes across Chinese Central Asia closed, and much trade between Asia and the West shifted to maritime routes. That does not mean, however, that the changes that took place between the Han and the Tang dynasties were forgotten. Many of the changes to the military structure and to details of daily life, such as personal adornment, continued in the following centuries. <laughs>